Culture Kings. Culture Kings. Culture. Look, 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 look. Okay, I am so aware of my bets. I am so aware of my bets. I appreciate Culture King fans trying to keep me honest about my bets. The bet is very, very simple. Mm. If the Lakers do not beat the Clippers mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals, Bezad owes me two hundred dollars. Okay, and if they do, I they, if, he owes you two hundred or you owe him two hundred dollars. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's that simple. Ain't nothing about no seeding, nothing like that. It's a straight up also two hundred dollar bet. You know what? You know what? I don't appreciate when fans be bringing up shit. Stop spending our fucking money. <laughs> if we forget, let us forget. We don't need you to remind us that we about to lose some money nah, if somebody I, I, about to lose some money. I disagree only nah. because fans reminded me that I was so close. I was right. so close. I was one game away from making $200 last year. I know, and I'm mad about that. I'm mad they even bought it up. But you know, I made two hundred because there was no way for you to make your hundred. It was only a way for me to make two hundred. It was like the best I've ever done on a bet. Damn, I I I am upset. Like just like like DM people separately and be like, "Yo, do you remember this bet?" And if I say no, then be like, "All right, then I'm backing off." Although I'm not involved in the bet, so I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it's y'all money. But if it's involved with me. And I forget. Let me forget. <laughs> nah, man. You can't be making these bets willy-nilly. Also, I'm, we don't have to get too much into sports because we have such a wonderful, amazing guest on. We do. Who? And look, uh, t- uh, you know, Matt likes when we preface episodes and we don't like it, but I will do it for this episode. Mm. I think that our show, and I texted this immediately after we recorded this episode, I think our show is at our best when we, Eugenie and I, are operating on such a level of comfort that our guest forgets that they're on a show to promote something, mm. like I think that's when our show's at our best. We just end up having like a straight up honest conversation with the person about like whatever it is, and that is very much so the case with this episode, in yeah. which all three of us forgot why she was there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about, uh, you know what you would expect to talk about with this person. Now, the the beauty of this, too, is, like, you know, we know this person. We know yes. this person. Uh, we've known her. I'm very excited to have her back on because uh, when we were, you know, just young pups in the game with our indie show, uh, the episode she did was by far our biggest episode. I would say it's probably the episode that got, as much recognition that got us recognized to become culture kings. That's uh, correct. Was her episode. So because of all the social media traction on it was probably what ended up with us being discovered by Anna Hosnier, who brought us over to the place we won't name, but yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. 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 From here on out, bleep out any mention of where we used to be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, they're great people. We wish them all the best. I'm joking. Oh, I like them all as individuals. As a collective? So, anyways, I think that... <laughs> I, we joke, I, we joke. I, they hate it. The You know what? I'm sorry, not to cut, it, not to cut this no, off. No, please, cut this off. Man, did they hate... Did they hate 
us. <laughs> Said they hate when we did anything. Making that, fun of the company. Uh, making fun of the company. And I just, it tickles me still to this day. It was like, you know, like, it was like a thing that also would happen with, like, late night writers. Like, I remember when I watched the movie Late Shift, NBC would come downstairs and be like, hey, Dave, the network really wants you to stop making jokes about them. And then when they did that to us, I was like, oh, this feels cool. Like, this feels like, you know, dope that they're upset with us that we're making fun of them. You know what I mean? Because it's just like... Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're doing a podcast. We do ads and all this stuff. So much of it can feel like you're a front for something. But when you're upsetting your network, you go, at least I have that. At least I yeah. have that. At least you have that. Earwolf, on the other hand, we do not care. I could care less what Earwolf thinks about me. You could care less? I could care less. Okay. I so couldn't care less. I don't know what the term is. <laughs> All I know is that I think we offended Colin two days ago when we kept being like, staff, let's flats. And you went, they say let's flats to rent apartments. (laughs) And we started making fun of how British people talk. And he went, all right, guys, I'm going to let you guys record your episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Colin. We, We appreciate you and we love you. That's no worse than like when we were in office, me every day saying, hi, bruv, like just to him every single day. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro. Mm-hmm. Good day, in it. Yeah, <laughs> in it, in it. Oh man, we got Ego Wodum on the show today. SNL Saturday Night Live cast member. Uh, listen, if there is, there are. You know, it's so funny, and sometimes I do have to remind myself. Uh, we are a pretty lucky collective of individuals. Like our our group that we came up with has so many fucking stars in it uh, and so many people who you know are about to hit, so many people who are hitting, so many people who are right on the precipice of it. And when I tell you that Ego was literally one of the top people on that list, well, I was like, this person is going to be a fucking star. Absolutely. Uh, man, it was such a, an amazing day when we all found out she got put on uh she she got snl i'll never forget that shit and we don't talk about it at all so but we do have a good ass conversation with her and i fucking loved it i think you guys will too all right i got i got something that I, we we got to start with there go we got to start with this okay okay so okay. you just you just put this on your instagram and and and, and i answered it but i want to have this conversation right <laughs> So we've talked about we've talked about love languages before on this show. Uh, Like my love languages, my love languages, uh, gifts. Like I like gifts and like giving gifts. Edgar's is is words of affirmation, right? Wow, you do love me, Jaquis. Okay. (laughs) Now on your Jaquis, you you and I could never. Oh no, my uh, joint is frozen. What am I going to hold on? Let's see. Oh shit. I got to say, the, the frozen picture view is a very good picture. You should save it. It is. Okay. It is. It so, guys, I have, guys, yes, please save the screenshot. I have, because this is recording, we're going to be so solid, but the internet here is sus. Internet at family places is always tragic. It's always sus. But yeah. I was going to say, if your, your love language is gifts, mm-hmm. receiving gifts, we could mm-hmm. never be together. Uh, 
it's but it's it's the most insignificant of my love. <laughs> it's like it's a huge gap like it's it, anyway what, uh, we can, what was your, you were gonna get into it but, let's, let's, but let's, all let's right we, we we could talk about we could talk about okay. the insignificance of my love language but okay. but you but you have three that you say tie yes. for one right tie. so which what, what are those three what are those three okay the three and i took the test and these two three came in evenly tied Words okay. of affirmation, Hell acts yeah. of service, Hell quality yeah. time. You know Hell, those okay. are literally my top three, bro. You okay. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, see here. Look, those are Edgar's top three. So, but okay. Edgar, you said those are your three. And what was number four? What was the, what was the next one after those three? See, I you, say? you said it. It's not number four, nigga. It's okay. not number yes. four. Okay. okay no, number yeah. two. No. So those three are tied. When I took the test, those three came in tied evenly. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then next up was physical touch. Right. And let me just give some context. I know where you're taking this. So <laughs> I took... Let me just offer some context. I, on my birthday, I've done it before, but on my birthday, 2019, um, my friend took me out and he was like, um, truly like one of my best friends. He was like, I think you're, I bet your love language is physical touch. Cause I'm a touchy person, which is suspect when you, when said out of context, that's a but, very yeah. weird thing for a man to say when it's just him and a woman alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, but I no, I, I'm the touchy person. So I'm the touchy person. He didn't okay. say he was, he was like, okay. he's like, I bet ego your love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's possible. But then it's weird because there's a lot of people. I have friends who, after like years, I'd be like, why don't you ever really hug me? And they're like, you don't seem like the kind of person who wants to be touched at all. <laughs> Is okay. that Edgar's nodding his head like, yeah, you? <laughs> I can. I would. I would agree with that. I agree with that. I would agree with that. I would think. I wouldn't think Ego. You would be like, yo, let's let's hug it out. Yeah. But but that's selfish I love of me. Hugs. That's okay. crazy. So okay. this the whole pandemic got me fucked up because I love hugs. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be able to trace everything I'm talking about right now. So don't oh, yeah, worry, yeah, we'll yeah. get back to point A. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I absolutely love hugs, but I have a rule about hugs. If you're not gonna really commit to the hug, don't fucking do the hug. I don't okay. like the cold. People call them church hugs when they're cold, and I'm like, I don't know church hugs to be cold. Yeah. Um, Church hugs are too long. Perhaps even overly warm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe I'd be like, let go of me. Damn. I don't know yeah. you, Miss Thompson. <laughs> Come on, brother. It's good to have you. It's really good to have you home. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad you came home. Boy, we've been praying for you. We've been um, praying so, for you. Yeah. So I I feel like I if you're not going to give a proper hug, do not give a hug at all. I have gotten mm. into tips with people about this and they feel like some kind of way about my opinion. I'm like, nigga, just say what's up. We don't mm-hmm. have to hug if you don't. You're not. You're giving me a hug like I'm a leper, and I'm like, let's mm-hmm. not do that. Mm-hmm. So Patrick McDonald and I are so close because when we were on an Indian improv team, I'd never met him before, and when we'd leave, he'd give me these icy hugs, and I was like, what is this? And so I confronted him, <laughs> and I I'd, I'd grade his hug. <laughs> I'd grade his hugs, and that's why we're so close now. That's the, that was the birth <laughs> of a friendship. But <laughs> but people saying that I seem like I don't want to be touched is jarring to me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like I love hugs. Now I, I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But that being said, my friend was like, "Your love language is going to be physical touch." I bet. So I take the quiz, take the test, the official test, and those three that I mentioned came in first. Mm-hmm. They came in evenly tied, and I believe Jaquis because uh-huh. I know where okay, you take it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <I> believe, <laughs> he's like, I can say it emphatically too. Um, <laughs> So I believe that physical touch is my second love language. It's coming in second place. Those three are tied for first place. 
It's fourth. It's the fourth. It's the fourth. No, it's not. In your scenario, there means there's only three love languages. No, 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 no. There are three love languages ahead of of time. Okay, Jackie's got me messed up. So listen. Jackie's has got me all the way messed up. So people are sliding into my DMs right now. Friends of mine. People I respect. People I love. Being like, okay, I hate to do this to you, but your friend is right. Uh, physical touch is fourth place because, and then they're showing me like how baseball does rankings, like if people are tied. And I'm like, nigga, is, no, no, yeah. no, no. Paul, my, fr- my friend Paul was like, in uh, your physical touch would not be meddling in the Olympics of your love languages. He's like, it's not going to stand on the podium. Those three are going to be on the podium and physical touch won't be on there. And I'm like, no, those three will be standing in the middle. <laughs> sharing. Those three will be standing on the middle block and we'll have, we'll have physical touch on one side and gifts, gifts, I guess, comes in bronze. But then right. hold also, on. Yeah, but gifts didn't win nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I kind of I think gifts don't need to be there at all. So what I think is the three are in the middle podium and then right. physical touches to the right or to the left as silver. No, and nobody. Then, but then my gold medal wouldn't mean anything because then there's two other people would go I would rather have a silver okay. in that scenario because there's one silver medal there's three gold medals my gold medal <laughs> yeah, wait, shit wait no 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 so you mean to tell me you mean to tell me you tie evenly and you like just give me a silver Yes, because I would even. rather I would you tell me that I have to because the, the iconic moment is sitting there on the one by yourself and you'd be like I did this shit. You telling me that two right. other niggas is squeezing on there with me and I'm supposed <laughs> right. to feel good about that? But right. you're not gonna sh- like you're not gonna share the medal. They have three separate golds for you in case of an emergency <laughs> such as this. You feel me? You guys are I'm I'm so mad. <laughs> I legitimately have friends being like, look, I hate to do it to you. I love you, but you're wrong. But I just I I and we love you too, Ego. We love you yes. too. Listen, yeah. I love, love and appreciate you. you too as well. But guys, so you mean to tell me, so how am I ranked the three? So how I, who gets silver? Okay. All right, so which no. one came first? Which one came first on the list? But they when you take the quiz, it gives you just percentages. And all right, well, just, you mean like how did it list it? You mean like yeah. in what order? Yeah. But this is not fair because it <laughs> I give no, you I is, give you saying they go because they can't all be on the same line. They got to write them. Yeah. Yes, they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everybody, so like Edgar, yours yours is words of affirmation, right? Yeah. It, the very first one, if I'm remembering the image, is like. It, it comes in standard form and then they just plug in the percentage of each that you have. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. And so, okay. you know, now, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So here's, here's what <laughs> these two things. First, how you would number it is you would number it one, 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 and then four. <laughs> you, you just skip two and three because two and three are not a thing. Also, Yo, even if they had the same percentages, what did they give you the same percentages all the way up into like the points? Like was it fifty points? No, they didn't. To be okay. fair, they did not. <laughs> so, but here's the thing: the reason I gave you that story about the physical touch and my friend guessing that mine was physical touch mm-hmm. is because I'm like, we can't have people who are so close to me assuming my love language is physical touch, and then you mean to tell me physical touch is going to come in fourth? I mean, you know what I'm? I, I you know see what, what you're saying, saying, but maybe I see those what you're saying. saying? 
maybe those people are, you know, like they would like, listen, Ego, you say you like hugs, but hugs is fourth on your list. So do you like hugs? Wow. And also, also, we have to say we also have to talk about that. And look, I'm going to get real th- therapy nerdy on this. There's a difference Please. between the love language that you give and the love language that you want to receive. Receive. Uh-huh. Back and back. so, you know, what I'm saying like so you could be out here giving touch and that could be, you know, maybe about the way you're raised and all this stuff. What you're actually yeah. longing for sometimes is like like you just said it. You don't like when people give you cold hugs like you don't like I it don't seems like, like to me cold... you like giving a hug more than you like receiving it maybe wait a mm. minute we might have unlocked some shit hold on i really <laughs> okay. want to think about this hold okay. on all right i'm like welcome to culture king's I therapy am... <laughs> culture king's therapy i am sort of alpha so i do feel i like to be like this is the hug this is the hug we need to be giving yeah so Perhaps it is like, let me show you the way to a proper hug. But I am very touchy. Like, uh, again, it's not this again. I'm a woman, so I'm allowed to say this. But I am mm-hmm. very like I do like my my a lot of my friends are shorter than I am. And I just love to put my arm around them. I love I love a good squeezing them. Mm-hmm. I love a good I mean, I'm just sound I sound sus as hell. But with permission with permission. Right, right, with right. Consent, these are consensual course. hugs. These, these are consensual. These are consensual hugs. hugs. These are good friends. Yeah. I so I just so Rissa, if I'm giving out the hugs, but I also feel I equally offer words of affirmation, quality time. Mm-hmm. Acts of service. I feel like we have to be mad close if I'm out here. I understand that. Yeah, or we have to be strangers, kind of, because I'm also like I used to have a little note on my mirror in my bedroom. This is highly personal, and I try not to be earnest on the internet in any way, shape, or form. But here we are. Um, uh, uh, I. I used to have a note on my mirror that said, how will you be of service to others today? That Oh, like, wow. With, yeah. I love I that. Mean, so, yeah. My mom yeah. does that, too. My mom, I'm at my mom's crib right now. And, yeah. like, for the longest time, she just writes notes to herself on the window, on the mirror, like yeah. in a little Sharpie or whatever. Well, you know, erasable Sharpie. And, yeah. like, right now, hers is, like, you will rise again. I that's right. <laughs> like on her on her mirror. Hermes. I love that. I, every time I hear someone will rise or God will rise, I guess I could think of my Angela, but I think of Nipsey Hussle every mm. time I think of rising. Nips. And that's a uh, happy belated birthday to him. Oh, yeah. um, I also but, have notes on my mirror. Uh, it says, what are you your were, notes? It says, you were a loser yesterday. You're going to be a loser today? Okay. I, okay. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> you just keep the notes off your mirror, man. I don't like you that hurting yourself. you, Edgar. <laughs> Edgar, I don't like that. You said you was out here doing therapy. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You got notes are so hard. I can't. I can't trust you now. I'm like, wait a minute, Edgar. I know. First, he had you thinking. He had you thinking. Like, damn, do I give or receive? And now you're like, wait a minute, no. The acts of service thing is real because Anna's love language in receiving is definitely acts of service, and she won't lift a finger for nobody else. Like she, (laughs) (laughs) she loves she loves for people to do shit for her, but she won't lift a finger for nobody else. She's like, fuck that. I, you know, the thing is. I will, but if we're like in, if we're like acquaintances, it's weird. It's like strangers are very close friends, and then all the in between people ain't getting. I don't know that they get access service from me like that. Like yeah. somebody um, who was on in your Herald audition like six or seven years ago, you wouldn't be like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No chance. No way. There's no way. Um, I mean, and I like to think of myself as a generous person, but no, there's no chance. Yeah. I also feel I'm constantly having to curb my 
I have to be, you know, you have to have boundaries, right? Like I, I feel like I am such a, I can, I'm very, I don't even know how much I believe in astrology, but sometimes when I read Pisces descriptions, I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to go ahead and be me. Um, and I, <laughs> I'm like, well, so I feel I, I am so, and I hate this because I don't want to call myself empathetic. I think people are crazy when they call themselves empathetic, but like empaths, but here I am. I think psychopaths call themselves empaths, but anyway, I'm Ouch. an empath. Okay, call me a psycho. Call me a psychopath because I'm I'm. But you, but you call yourself that, so it cancels out, right? Like you 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 are recognizing that psych- most people don't do it. Yeah, so it exactly. cancels it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. There's an awareness I got there, you. but I, got I think you. I'm hi- highly empathetic. And so I have to do a good job of being like, that's not my problem. That's yes. not my problem. That's not, yes. I, I can't yeah. fix that for you. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Because you'll take on other people's shit, right? Like that's something, that oh my I'm, working, gosh. That's something yes. that I'm working on in therapy too. It's just like, if somebody's mad about something and it has nothing to do with me, it's not my responsibility to fix it. Like if like, if let's say like all three of us were hanging out and you two had some beef and like I could feel it. I would start mm-hmm. making it my thing to fix it between the two of y'all. And I'm yeah. killing myself to fix yeah. some shit that y'all are going through, which is. Yeah, like, see, that's not exact. But do you <laughs> but what like if you the beef was from- about you, though? If the beef is about me, that's about me. But that's not me being okay. an empath. That's about me. <laughs> that, you're like, this is about this is about me. So I got to do it. Yeah. So do you feel like you picked that up in family? Do you feel like your family like we're having well, full therapy here? Do you think your a- family made your pro- like other people's problems your own, their problems your own? My parents would argue in front of us, which I think is like definitely where it comes from. It's like I remember when my parents would argue about stuff, I would be like, Mommy, Daddy, don't argue. Like I would like try to stop them. And they were just like they weren't arguing like Washington. It was like, I fucking hate you. It was just like they would argue about how to do something, how to handle something. And I would feel the need to like uh, mediate a lot of those things and like then I took like my speaking of like those personality tests what's that one the Migs Enneagram Migs Briars or Migs, maybe that one Myers Briggs Myers Briggs yeah I, I took that one and um, I am a mediator or the EN INTJP I don't know how the word INTJ because that's a very like unique uh, that th- I feel like a small percentage of the population are INTJs, and I only know this because I dated one who was so had so much bravado about it, and was like, "I'm an INTJ." Yeah, and I, uh, I always yeah. thought I was an extrovert, and then I took that test, and I really learned a lot about myself. Of like, I'm not an extrovert. I just want to make sure everyone feels comfortable. Mm. I'm always mediated, and I'm yeah. always making myself externalizing yeah. myself to make sure everyone else feels good. I wonder and what I would do. Wait, so guys, here's the thing. You, So, Jackie, do you mean you wonder what you would be as far as introvert, the, extrovert, or specifically this personality test? Or, yeah, what's it called? The Mikes or Briggs? Uh, my, my, Meyer Briggs. We're, I'm, Meyer Briggs. Mikes, Mikes or Briggs, whoever. It's whoever. <laughs> yeah, you either a Mikes or you a Briggs. Are you a Mike or you a Briggs? That's all it is, straight up. So, no, I, I think you should, um, I'm going to send, you. well, you should take it if you don't remember it and look it up yourself, because I love to yes. make people take personality tests. Y'all got to take the Enneagram. I don't even know how much I actually don't fuck with the Myers-Briggs to be clear but I love a good like uh, personality assessment I'm so not into astrology but somehow I'm like 
I don't know, read it. Does it does it suit you? Is that like it just to see if these measures of personality and nature are actually accurate to people? It's um, always interesting so- to me with astrology, too, because I'm not into it at all. But whenever I tell people, oh, you're a Libra and then they'd be like, oh, I see that. Let me ask you some Libra questions. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes. I I guess so. And they're like, yep, that's what that's what Libras do. And I'm just That's it. Th- you know, what's crazy is that I was I mean, I would read the Pisces description. So I'm a Pisces. And I'd be like, this is not me. I would say this is not me. But as I continue to like grow as a person and let down some of my my armor that I've built up over the years to just like survive in the world and in my family and what have you, I'm like, you are a Pisces. <laughs> and yeah. I don't, again, I don't know that I believe in astrology, but moreover, yeah. just, just the idea that I was reading about this like highly sensitive person who's so tender and dreamy and this, that. And I'm like, that is not me. Um, yeah. And now that I am working on self and learning more about myself, the similar to that, like you thought you were an extrovert, uh, mm-hmm. Edgar, and then so you find out you're an introvert. That's sort of what's happening here with me and the, the Pisces of it all, where I'm like, you know what? But they have like a, it's either your rising or your moon sign, yeah, which is yeah. how you carry your, how you carry yourself. Yeah, with cosine. low key mind, yeah, co- cosine, co-star. Oh, co-star, I mean, yeah, yeah, co-star. Yeah, I, I, did, I did the lead co-star. I was out here acting like it was the Bible, but um, and just like, <laughs> I was out here matching up dudes. I'm talking to like, okay, let's see what his is talking about. Versus, I'm like, no, this right, is crazy. right. But what time was but, you born? Yeah, I'm like, man, I I once asked my my Nigerian mother because I want. One of my friends, same one I was talking about love languages with, like years ago, was like very, very into astrology, like 10 years ago. So about like eight years ago, he was like, what's your moon and your rising? We need to find out. We need to know what time you were born. So I asked my Nigerian mother, what time was I born? And she was like, basically like, nigga, I don't know. Like, yep, that's the same thing that happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> she was yeah. really like, what are you? I don't know. What is this question even? And I was like, I, I feel like that's something who- white people know. Because my, <laughs> <Yes>. like. <laughs> Every white person I talk about be like, oh, yeah, it's uh, like my fiance just had her birthday and and I was over there um, and she like looked up at the clock and was like, well, now it's official. This is the time I was born. And I was like, how the fuck you know that? Like, My my parents lost my birth certificate like two weeks after I was born. (laughs) No, you ain't alive there, bro. You ain't alive. You basically dead, Edgar. You basically dead. dead. Wait, but... Yeah, Edgar, I wanted to ask, though, so, and maybe not to get yeah. too deep with it, but it's just no like when you talk about, no. you know, Pisces being sensitive and all that. I wonder how much of that has to do with, like, you know, being raised by, like, you know, very tough immigrant parents and stuff like that. We're being like, oh, yeah. you're not about to be sensitive out in this world. Because yes. I talked to Lacey. Lacey is a cancer, but I always thought Lacey was a Leo. And then she yeah. told me my mom's a Leo and my mom raised me to be like her. And that's why I uh, act this way. And I'm like, that makes, so, that makes so much Listen. sense. Cause like Lacey's Lacey has Leo energy. Like she's like yeah. in charge. She's a star, but I'm like, that it feels yeah. like that's not really who you are. Or Yeah. Well, that's what's interesting. Just again, to see how, how much you can like build up a certain, whether you're aware of it or not, honestly, like a certain persona, the way you carry yourself in the world, the way you have learned to protect yourself because the people who've raised you have impacted you. I know I have a very specific memory of well, two things. I think I developed really hard, tough skin when growing up with the name Ego Bunma and mm. then like the, the waffle brand. And as a kid, like now I truly couldn't care less, but as a child, kids are kind of cruel. Um, being ego and then there's this waffle 
And it's like Lego my ego. So my name is always a joke. And then it's spelled ego, which never became much of a joke until maybe when I was older, but not much. But the ego, Lego my ego, when you're like in first grade, exhausting. And so I remember coming home and being like, they're calling me Lego my ego. And my mom being like, make fun of them back. You make fun (laughs) of them back. (laughs) My, 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 they're like, no, we don't have time for whatever this like sob story you come home with. And like something clicked in me and it was like, great, you're going to get made fun of back. That's just what it is. Um, my, then, uh, my, I just remember my aunt, my I have my I have aunt, my my aunt is a savage. She must be a Leo. When are Leos born? Uh, what's uh, what's like uh, August, July to September. August. Okay. Oh, okay. oh wait, she's June. no, you're right. No, it's August to September because okay. it's the one That's, right before. Is that Virgos sure? or September? Right? No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's July, July to August. August. It's, it's July, July, July to August. August. Okay, so she's June. So maybe she's not a Leo, but again, maybe she was raised to be like a Leo. But she, my cousin, who's like 22 now. It's about like 10 years younger than I am. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe she's not. What am I saying? She's probably 20. Anyway, when she was younger, I think she was getting made fun of. And my aunt, uh, she'd come back and they would say, make fun of her for being African or something like that. And my aunt was like, go back there and you tell them they are descendants of Hitler. And I was like, what? <laughs> Just teaching the, like in second and second, third grade, and she ain't get made fun of again after that. Like yeah. just savagery. And I remember that's one memory, like them coming home from school and being like, the Lego my ego. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like you nah, you gotta toughen up. And then um, like in second grade, I remember coming downstairs. My siblings are like significantly older than me. Not it's not significant now that we're all adults. My oldest brother's eight years older than I am. Mm. Um, and the closest one in age to me is five years older than I am. So I remember coming downstairs when, or being downstairs with my older siblings in like second grade. Um, and they used to babysit me a lot and coming downstairs and just, this is so Pisces. Like, I feel like as an adult now, I'm like, how mature of me second grade, I come down and I'm like, you guys are hurting my feelings. And they were like, hurting your feelings nigga like <laughs> yeah. it was the roast i'll just never forget that response yeah. to you're hurting my feelings and yeah. i just i and so that memory for, sticks with me and then my sister told me other stories from growing up that she's like yeah we low-key messed you up like but <laughs> i didn't even remember that i didn't remember at all and yeah. so and so, yes, that's exactly what happened is I think I am a sensitive soul. It sounds like in second grade, first grade, I was a very sensitive soul. But then just like. And it gets the, beat the out of par- you. Get beat, yeah, gets beat out of me. Yeah. And I turn into a whole savage, like a hard body, <laughs> yeah. a hard body savage. But underneath it, my friends will say like, I've had a few friends be like, you are like the most tender under like mad layers <laughs> and mm. another friend of mine calls mm. me like a tough nut to crack but he was like you're so delicate and i'm like it's true <laughs> yeah and, yeah it's true it's true. it is so- wild too because like i didn't i didn't have immigrant parents but i had southern as <laughs> baptist grandparents who mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. raised me and then mm-hmm. cousins and shit and i'll never forget uh i went to my cousin's Cause they were all like just making fun of me and beating me up and shit. And I was like, can you guys please stop? Blah, blah, blah. You know, basically pleading my case. And the first thing yeah. they said to me was nigga, stop smacking your lips. And I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that was it. That was it. Like I poured my heart out. And the first thing they say yeah. is nigga, stop smacking your lips. But, yeah. but then my grandma too was on that bullshit. Like I just told the yes. story on a recent episode. My mm-hmm. grandma was also on that bullshit. Cause I remember I was getting bullied in school. 
Mm-hmm. And and my bully was uh, this girl. I forget her name, but she was bullying me. And I went home and told my grandma. And this Christian Southern woman told me if she bully you next time, hit her ass back. <laughs> and she wasn't even hitting me. She just told me right. hit her ass back. And I'm like, grandma. I, I was like, like, as back. an adult, I'm now like, grandma, that's bad advice. Don't tell Yo, a child that. Yeah, the adults, the adults really did a number on us. I, they didn't know. I think the minute I like started to get along with my mom more was when I realized she's not a superhero because I think parents are supposed yes. to like until i was like 19 and i went away to college i had like a real ladybird moment i don't know how people generally i know it's got its acclaim and such but that movie i fucked with it so much simply because i was like that was low-key like me we did not get Mm. along i was like Mm -hmm. i'm moving across the country Mm -hmm. i'm going to college and then i went to college and i was like i met some crazy horrible people and i was like Oh my gosh, I get it. You were trying to make me decent and also yeah. trying your best. And you're literally just a human being who happened mm. to have kids. You're not because you have kids. It doesn't unlock some wisdom inside of you or no. I don't even know if it's like some skills, maybe a skill set, but I don't know that it does. I'm like, you're just, it might make it worse. <laughs> it might look yeah, with the stress of it all. Cause I can't imagine having kids right. I want them one day, but I'm like, I can't imagine I'm sorting out so much. And I'm 32. I remember when I was younger being like, I'm going to get engaged when I'm 24 and I'm going to have a kid by the time I'm 25 when you're like 14 and you have no sense of time or age. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I would have fucked all that up. My marriage Mm up, (laughs) the kids up, (laughs) the kids would be fucked up because I'm just learning so much about myself and the world. And in a way that I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't bring someone into the world any sooner than this moment. (laughs) I think about the fact because my mom had me when she was 16. Mm -hmm. So by the time my mom was the age I am now, Mm -hmm. I was 17 years old. She had already done what she was going to do. So (laughs) Right. But so I think about that as a 33 year old man right now, if I had a 17 year old teenager in my house, I would be punching that nigga in the throat every day. Like I would have no patience for his. You you wouldn't be thinking about how can I how do I parent this person? Because what I do is going to impact them for years to come. And it's not just about keeping them in control, but making them feel in touch with their emotions and practice sensitivity and communication. And all these like high concept, like self actualization level shit. Like when you're, I feel like an immigrant parent, or you're too young, or whatever too young is, but you're or you're young, yeah. Um, and maybe sometimes not even young. You haven't dealt with your own trauma. Like you are not thinking about the the impact you could have on your children in that way. You're like, how do I keep no. them out of trouble? How do I keep them decent, yes. obedient? Uh, <laughs> and that's oh. it. So I'm yeah. going to do whatever it takes to make that happen and provide for them. You're like, just surviving at that point. Like, I think yes. that's truly all you're doing is surviving. But I wanted to ask, because I feel like, you know, Please. I've known that Jaquise is a sensitive soul. I follow Jaquise mm-hmm. on Twitter and I'm like, this boy feels. But I didn't know this about you, Ego. I didn't know this about I you. And, I, I, and I'm definitely, I mean, if anyone follows me on social media, they go, this nigga Edgar cries every day. Like, it's just very clear. Like, you can tell when I'm up at, at one in the morning listening yes. to sad music by my Instagram. Sad boy Edgar. But, but let me tell you something. Really fast also, though. 
the sad music shit is not good for one's soul. I've been listening to Billie <laughs> Eilish and I'm like, man, I'm out here just in my feelings all the time. At all times. There was mm. a moment when there was like a Drake album that I can't listen to, not because it like brings back memories. I'm just like the whole vibe of this it's take is care. sad. It's like it's take is it take care? Yeah, it might be. It's long. Like three days like three days ago. Uh uh so like i mean edgar knows this uh but like my fiance is recovering from covid and like three days ago song i love love mm-hmm. this song which is a woman's work uh woman's worth okay come on max uh, i used to cry in the library in college listening to that love song that song headphones. but see <laughs> but see and 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 loving basketball if that's where you first really got introduced to it you think of it as a romantic song but when you actually learn what the song really means mm-hmm. it's about a man mourning his dead wife and like that song came on and i was like oh i can't listen to this shit right now (laughs) let me tell you in my most depressed stages in college full listening that was one of the songs in on the soundtrack dead ass Mm. Nothing Even Matters by Lauren Hill and D'Angelo, also one of the songs yeah. that those two were in like heavy rotation for mm. like two years of college, just your girl full sad all the time. And then, I mean, you have to be careful about the music. I am thinking it might be, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Jungle oh, that one. And mm. too much where he talks you're about right. his mom and like right. I, that, that one be having me fucked up. I'm like, all right, I can't do this, but you have to be careful. And I think that's why I listen to ratchet music. I listen to the worst. <laughs> I don't listen to. I used to like in co- in high school and college. I used to joke with my brothers, uh, my older brothers, like I'm not. Jay Z has this line that's like, I'm not R and B smooth. I'm not an R and B dude. And that is what I used to say about myself. I'm like, I ain't mm-hmm. R and B smooth. I'm not an R and B dude. And I didn't fuck with R and B. And I was like, I don't want to hear about all that shit and feel all that. And then like you come to appreciate it as an like as I got older. Mm-hmm. And then I love it so much. But I am like, nah, this shit be having my mood fucked up. Like I don't. I like I don't have to be listening to it and being like substituting my own life events to be feeling it and I'm like I don't have energy but yes Edgar your girl is sensitive the secret's out Heidi once posted it on my on an Instagram picture of me she was like this girl is soft (laughs) (laughs) y'all I was gonna ask like you know as adults now because we definitely talked about how when we were younger we tried to hide it like you know whether it was like bullying kids back or pretending to be tough or like I did in college creating a whole persona where I was like I'm a jerk I'm not I'm I'm fucking cool I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me and then that shit broke (laughs) after like two years yeah of course (laughs) Because like I can only be myself. Yeah. So then I was wondering, like, what are some ways that we're like holding space for our sensitive selves today? Do you think? Like, what are ways Mm. when you're allowing yourself to be sensitive? If you are, well, yeah, I am. I think a big thing for me was, um, so I hate to like say this on the podcast, but I don't. I I used to not. um, I I remember talking to my brother in college. I'm 19. I was like, I don't feel like crying. I don't like. I want to cry, but I'm not gonna cry. And he's like, Why? Do you know? Mind you, these are the same niggas that bullied me, just to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, baby, let it out. Let it out, baby sister. Just let let the listeners know I just rolled my eyes so big just now because I'm just like, this is the same. And my brother's like one of my best friends now, but we did not get along growing up. Um, 
Uh, I adore him, but I remember 19 years on my way at college and I was like, I want to cry. I don't feel like crying though. And he's like, why don't you want to cry? I was like, cause crying's weak. Crying makes you weak. And he's like, no, that's not true. But turns out they had instilled that in me. Like there's actual stories. My sister told me that it was like, yeah, when you would cry they're they're kids, babysitting a kid, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know this is going to have long-term effects. So mm-hmm. they, she, she was like, when you would cry. And I did not remember this. Cause I was telling her for my acting stuff. I was like, I, I now know that crying is not weak. I just, I remember that conversation with my brother and being like, no, I'm, it's not weak. Um, and so letting myself cry, but I could only do it in private. And I'd ha- I'd cry happy tears. And I just would like love to cry. I would be like, oh, I'm watching this documentary about Penny Hardaway and his friend who takes over his little basketball camp on YouTube. I'm crying. Like, that's so beautiful. These two are in love. I'm in tears. I love it. But I couldn't cry in front of people. So I'm telling my sister this. And I told her multiple times. We lived together for eight years in L.A., and I just remember the last time being like, yo, I don't know why I can't cry in front of people. It's like, it's, if I'm crying and someone comes around, I'm, I, I stop crying. And she was like, okay, well, you know, growing up, we used to, and then she starts crying. She's like, we used to tell you, like my sibling, she's like, we used to tell you when you'd start crying, go upstairs. No one wants to see you do that. And I'm like, well, that'll, well, that, well, well, that'll do it. <laughs> and I don't remember that. I have no memory, but I'm like, that sounds on par for the other shit they were on. Yeah. And I'm like, and she's all upset about being like, yeah, we fucked you up. And it's like my, but they were kids. They were not yeah. even in high school, you know? I mean, it's that, uh, John Mulaney has that joke, right? Of like letting the kid, let an older kid babysit <laughs> a younger kid is like letting your horse watch your dog. Like it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's a up. slightly bigger animal. That's all it is. It is. Fucked up. Yo, I love that joke. Cause that's exactly it. But I think now how I hold spaces, I bring up that to say that like, you know, how I practice that and getting better at crying in front of people was I would like tell people I was crying. And I I sometimes wonder if like friends of mine are like, nigga, you're always like announcing to us that you cried yesterday or like that you cried watching this thing. And none of them have ever said that to me, but I get a little self-conscious, but I'm like, I do that to be like, I I need to humanize myself. I do think people think of me as like very put together, very composed. And I, I do think I am those things, but I am still very sensitive. Right. Mm. And I don't think people who aren't close to me, like Edgar, you don't attribute sensitivity to me. And um, mm. so what I do now is like, I tell people I'm cry- I cry. I might cry. I'll let myself cry on the phone with friends. I will. Um, I, I mean, I journal, I let myself like just write out all my feelings and thoughts. I'm a praying woman and I try to keep my prayers honest. So like, you know, how you're supposed to have such strong faith and be like, but we prevail with faith, faith. You know, some of my prayers are like, you know, this shit actually really sucks. Like I'm be honest. <laughs> like I have like low key, like King David prayers. That's yes. just like, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, this sucks. And I'm mad. This is my prayer right now. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm not going to end it like with a, I'm not going to end it with a, like put a bow on it. I'm be like, this shit sucks. I'm mad. I'm, I feel helpless, whatever. So I, I think um, sharing with friends, letting myself cry in front of friends, mm-hmm. uh, letting myself cry when I want to fucking cry. And I don't hold, let, make myself hold it in. Um, lots of journaling. And I love a good, I, I love a good, like, I hate to call them self-help books, but I guess they are. Four Agreements is one of my favorite books. It just feels, I think there, it's, I don't, it feels so like, I'm like, how much of this is me still holding on to that hard body shit? But like, it just feels like, um, it just feels like the Four Agreements, like, I really have so much respect for that book and like yeah. what it teaches, but it feels like so soft mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like, yeah, I'm out here reading these self-help books. But yes, 
I am. It's dope. I, I mean, I you know what's wild though, Ego? Like, so even like earlier when I said I wouldn't necessarily peg you for somebody who loves hugs, but like listening to this, what I would peg you as, like I've known you in the past three or four years. Mm-hmm. to be a very generous and yes. sensitive person because oh, like you. two moments that I can think of that stick out to me three moments actually yeah. uh after your show and you know and and yes. the first oh as soon God, as you turned around yes we ain't got to talk about the show but as soon as you turned we around should, that like moment. immediately you, you, you broke down I remember and, that and yeah. it was and oh. like and it was such a special thing for me to see because oh. it was it was it was just like the realization of of Yo, this is some legend shit, and and we're seeing the we're seeing like uh, it happen, and so your people really being dope. there, your people being there, being yes, like yes. this is fucking fire, like everyone. Know, it was an friend. instant standing ovation. Yeah, just, and it was oh, so great. Okay, we'll touch on that. We got. We'll touch on that. that. We'll touch on that. Okay, go ahead. But then another thing is, and, and like we've known each other, we've talked, we've had conversations. Uh. But like we've never like no we've never like hung out like for long periods of time or anything like that. And then after uh, the Herald season, and I got cut, one of the first people that hit me up uh, via email wow. was you. <laughs> uh, wow. And you were like, "Yo, like this is bullshit." But yo, just know we're all rooting for you. Like mm. the best is yet to come. Blah blah blah. You were the first person to send me that, and I, like you have no idea how good that made me feel. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. And Man, then you were generous that's... with your time too. Like I remember yes. I was talking about a one person show and like I asked you like could we chat? And like you're in fucking New York on SNL and you still like made time to like chat with me. Oh, so like I just know you as a generous, sensitive, dope ass person. <laughs> that is so sweet. Thank you for that. Um I don't you know what's crazy is like I think I'm hard on myself too. Um and mm. as a general, if I we're having therapy here, I try to work on I I feel like I weirdly have occasionally negative self-thought but it's self-thoughts but it's so they're so fleeting that i don't notice them until like moments like this right where you're saying that these things happen and i did these things for you some days i wake up and i'm like you don't do enough for people you're not good you're not good you're not you're not you're so you're so self-absorbed you're not good these are like the thoughts i have about myself or like i'll have a problem with a friend and i'm like i am the problem i'm the problem like even though you know the conflict will be valid or i'll have an issue but if it gets turned back on me, I'm like, yeah, you are. You have this. You are a problem. Mm. And so it's strange because I don't think of myself as a person who has negative self thoughts. I don't feel I carry myself like one. But there's these little sneaky joints that I'm like, I don't remember this stuff that I did. But then when you say it, I'm like, I do remember that. I do also remember like you getting cut and being like, in my mind, you know, people are at the same time people are celebrating so many people i'm like what must that feel like to jackie's especially as a black person at such a predominantly white theater and what does that make him feel about himself uh his validity should he keep going i know what kind of doubt that creates for people and i was like mm. i gotta i think i i, I always want to in the midst of celebration like i do want to take i want to take care of people especially the people who are probably being forgotten i used to like volunteer at a church just to like greet people like after I'd done, like before I'd done CBS Showcase, just to like go talk to people who were just like by themselves only like for that purpose, because I yeah. wanted to like seek people out who seemed like or, or who I felt like looked like they felt invisible mm. or were just looking for something, looking for connection. So but I have a lot. Of, I don't remember these moments. And I like tell myself, like, you don't do enough. 
No, nah, um, you do a lot. But yeah, you thank lot. you, thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm a I am a sensitive soul, y'all. She's a sensitive yeah. soul. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're being a sensitive soul right now. I mean, yeah. like for uh, to be a black woman and to talk about what you just talk about, I, I feel like you like you're normalizing something that we don't see, right? Like, I mean, yeah. like obviously, like I, I think like black women are incredibly strong and incredibly powerful, but we don't we don't often get to see black women get to be weak, right? I mean, like yeah. When Meg Thee Stallion went on Twitter and cried about, oh, you know, what it Ooh. felt like to get shot and have nobody care about it. People mm. were roasting her. People mm. were roasting her and were like, and she's like, yo, she got fucking sh-. like, Jesus has been she yelling it. Jesus has been yelling it for weeks. But it's like, you, she got shot and we're not even going to let her cry about it on social. And guys, like she's 25 years old and she says and she kind of sets the tone and uh, get, provides context for people. Which is crazy to have to provide context for people as to why they should feel bad for you because you got when you got shot because so white people wouldn't have to do that a white woman mm. wouldn't have to be like let me explain why you should feel bad for me but Megan's like look I'm 25 I don't have my dad my mom was my best friend she died a few years ago and I'm still mourning that loss and I don't think I've healed over it and she's that I remember her I watched some of that stream seeing her cry on like Instagram live and I'm like it sucks that you have to set this stage for people to feel any compassion towards you because mm. listen she's she is 25 and i have good friends who were like i didn't realize she was 25 i mean i i wouldn't have known she was either but that adultification shit that's with real. black people that's is real. very real very yeah. real that 25 years old that's a baby like that's a child. <laughs> that's a fucking child like um so i just it is i i try to i'm not the most sensitive even with the, the movement that happened recently my inclination was like log off i don't find my former view used to be such that like i don't think the internet is a place for people i, I just had such an aversion of people trying to like legitimately connect on the internet or pretend mm. or feign that like you liking my tweets or you on my facebook comments or in my dms is a friendship this is not this isn't an actual friendship i as i work through like accepting that there's room for gray area as well i'm very Mm -hmm. like black and white in life Mm -hmm. but i'm like the internet is not a place for that sort of thing i my view on that has certainly evolved in the last years and i also think the internet has changed in the in in years in the last few years but i didn't know whether to share my perspective namely because i'm like i don't really do that i don't really use the internet for that um, I'm black, y'all gotta know where I stand on this shit. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> right. Right. Pretty obvious, right? right. But then I was like, I don't know that people do. People have their perceptions of you. And I, I talked to Lou Wilson about this before I had posted, and he's like, We had an exchange about me posting and what that meant for him. And I did, and it, it seemed to have sort of the effect I had hoped it would, because I was like, look, the reality is I have a platform now. Um, everything I do is not just about whatever my preference is. Perhaps Mm. here, like there are three people Mm. who look at me as like, you're not that kind of black, you know, the non-black people who think that kind of shit. Those people, right. Those people, we always say that about them. So like, like, there's probably people who look at me that way as like, well, I like her, she's black um, and she's different. So she won't be in a situation like George Floyd or she won't be in a situation like Breonna Taylor. Mm. But that's not, necessarily the case but beyond that beyond that you know perhaps fate situation is that we can't i am a black person so i'm having black ass experiences every day regardless of if you think i'm different um or not like them or not that kind of black person like i'm black and that comes with its own set of experiences it comes with 
how I'm uh, experiencing what's happening right now in the world. And I'm like, I need to make that known. And now that I have a platform, and apparently people are having their minds changed on the internet these days. So I'm like, look, I can't be in denial about that. And I would like to, with, with the platform comes a responsibility, I think to an extent, like we can tell all our jokes, but I do try to, I, I do. I'm trying more and more to be more open about that sort of stuff. And like, yeah, even my sensitivity, I mean, yeah, and you wanted to you wanted to talk about the uh, the 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 one woman show oh, yeah. uh, after <laughs> when that happened too, but yeah. but yeah, it is it. You know, as we all three of us, and you know, on different scales, but all three of us have larger platforms than we did. <sighs> Two mm-hmm. years ago, right? And I have the and I have the biggest out of all three of us. I want to make sure that that's clear. <laughs> okay, Edgar, we will argue you on. We will argue that. that. You will have to argue that, man. Yours is <laughs> yours is huge. Yours is huge. Yeah. <laughs> but then you know, like uh, there is this there is this weird thing that I at least come across. I can't speak for anybody else, but I at least come across where you do sometimes wonder, like, all right, I I feel like I want to say this because I know it'll reach somebody. But then also mm-hmm. I'm not obligated to say it. And if I don't mm-hmm. feel like it, then, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the struggle. But then and then when people and then people piss you off because they expect you to like say so. I can't tell you how many and Edgar, you probably get the same DMs or uh, tags we get being like this thing happened. Huh? What y'all think, Culture Kings? I'm like, nigga, right. I don't like I don't <laughs> right. know. I don't care. I'm just a per- I'm, listen, I don't Shit. care. I'm just a person. Don't Shit. forget I'm a person. I'm trying to watch Supermarket life. Sweep, man. Stop <laughs> fucking DMing me, man. <laughs> right. What's your take on this? I'm like, I don't have a take on everything. I'm also trying to be human i'm still a human you know i'm still a person that's it's 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 hard for i think people to i really think even people who don't recognize it just acknowledge the humanity of some black people uh, because Mm -hmm. you are meant to be in some ways it feels like okay you're going to be again this strong beacon of light sort of my one woman show talks about this but especially with black women but you're supposed to be this okay you're an activist now so now you're an activist so now you got to comment on everything you can't Mm. be a person you're an activist everything you do got to be activism and i'm like i don't you have to leave room for the whole self the point of it is we want room to be our whole selves like and that's and that's what we desire i think people lose sight of that to be hitting you like what's your opinion on this like nigga i don't know yeah you're trying to watch supermarket sleeps just Shit. like you, like yeah. you know, I uh, yeah. But the oh the the one woman show, man, the crying at the end of that, uh, uh, that was in what you guys witnessed. By the way, was what I had just described to you. You know what my siblings had kind of instilled in me accidentally, in in real time because mm. I felt I was going through a lot when I did that show, and um, I I. Yeah, I was going through a lot and I the show wasn't done until two days before. Wow. Which I don't say that like it's cool, right? But I, and and I and I'm so grateful to God, honestly. But it wasn't done until two days before. Um I remember doing the run for Allison Rich two days before the show. And I remember her going, um, so worst case scenario, you know, Beth will just have you do it again. Cause it wasn't ready. It wasn't. Mm, wow. I got I got food poisoning. I had like set out a whole weekend to do yeah, it and get it done. I and blah, blah, blah. got this fucking food poisoning. 
I was out, y'all. And I'm like a hard body nigga over here, okay? When I tell you like crawling on the floor in my in my house, like <laughs> calling for my... I had a brand new roommate too who turned out to be a true nut job. But I had a brand new roommate, <laughs> my sister and my friend Renisha, who's also like my big sister. She and my sister are friends. Uh, they were my roommates too in this house. They were in Vegas. This girl moved in hours before the shit hit me, right? So I was like, hey, nice to see you. And then next thing you know, I'm out, okay? And I'm calling for the real truth of it. Actually, I'm going to be real vulnerable here. And I think I've said on a podcast already, but I want to say it here. I was driving to a party on Friday. I like felt off like for days. I had felt off for days, like stomach feeling weird, but whatever. Drove to a party, like came home, took a nap on a Friday and was really, uh, I was like, okay, set my alarm to wake up to go to this party. And I was like on the east side and I lived on the west side. And I was like, I still don't feel right, but this is like my one day to go out. You need to go out. Um, Carl had been giving me shit about how I kept being like, I need to prepare for my one woman show. I'm never going out. And he's like, you keep saying that. So I was like, I'm going to go out tonight. Mm -hmm. I get in the car to drive to the east side from Santa Monica. I am like right by USC. I probably have like 10 minutes to go, but we're full bumper to bumper, like 10 p.m. traffic. And I go at 10 p.m. thinking there'd be no traffic. I shit in my pants in the car. (laughs) Yo. Yo, welcome to the club. Welcome to the Yo, we've shit in our pants in the car before club. Shit in my pants. And let me tell you I- something. Let me tell you something. You can speak to this ego. You know, there's no more lonelier feeling than shitting in your pants. No. <laughs> you just feel so. I don't even know how to you describe feel, the feeling. It You're is the like, worst. Did you no, make it to the party? You. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing guys. I I got I had like got searched high and low for these like very specific jeans. It wasn't about the brand, but it was the style of jeans I wanted. They had come in the mail. I they came in the mail like days prior. I had been out of town. I get back to town. The jeans are here. I'm like I'm gonna wear these. I'm not wearing these until I go out. I got somewhere to go. So that Friday, I put the the jeans on, and they're light wash, stone stone wash. Damn. I get in no. the car. I get in the car. We are bumper to bumper. Damn. I think it's going to be a toot, but it was more. It was more than a toot. Yo, did you it cry after that? Because I cried after I shit my pants. It I was, think I was I emotional. To be like, have to remain calm because I have to go all the way back to Santa Monica. So I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like minutes away from this party and I'm like, thank God this did not happen at this uh, mm. uh, this person's house because like, I also think I would have just been stuck on that side of town because what happens is I turn around I get off, I turn around, we're still in traffic, even in that direction, heading west, and then shit in my pants again about 15 minutes from home. Damn. Damn. <laughs> and I'm like, we gotta get home. So new we roommate is home. moving in. New roommate is moving in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. New roommate is moving in. What the God is good go, though, because she ended up being crazier than this accidental shitting in my pants. And I've, I think I've said this, if I haven't said on a podcast before, I've certainly said in conversation, the thing is like, listen, if given the choice between shitting in my pants and not, I'm I'm choosing not. So y'all know I didn't make a choice here. It was not right. a choice. It right. happened. And so uh she she ended up being crazier. So I was like, this is that's fine. But she um uh or yeah, whatever, she was crazy. Uh but so <laughs> I said it. So she uh so I get back and I'm like, fuck, I have these stonewashed jeans on and I've shat in my pants twice. How do I walk past her? She's moving in today. (laughs) 
And I, so I get, I happen to have like a shirt in the back of my car and I like tied around my waist. I'm like, Hey girl. And I walk upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like lay down and then the storm starts to hit y'all. And it is like Damn. 72 hours of pure debilitating hell. I thought I was like full going to pass out, had to call an ambulance, like fully just, it got dark. So when I do the show, I keep thinking about canceling the show. This is setting the stage. I keep thinking about doing the show. Here's the thing. It's a spank. So this is a tri- for the people who don't know what that is, it's a trial show. It's like a middle of the day, damn near, like 5 p.m. on yeah. a weekday. Not an ideal time slot. It's a trial. Um, but my friends and people who are acquaintances, I feel like either one of you might have shared. People were like, this show is going to be dope. And mm-hmm. so the pressure is on. I have friends who don't go to UCB on a regular basis who have bought tickets. And like, I'm just like, fuck, people are expecting this to happen and they're expecting it to be amazing. And if I don't do it, it's going to look like I needed more time just on some like, I can't, I can't quite deliver shit. Yeah. And so I have all this pressure. And so I do it. When I do it, I do the, I, I get through the show. I say my prayers. I get through the show. And when it's over for me, because I'm still dealing, I got the food poisoning and then that shit turned to like vertigo. Like also, to be clear, I like started to feel like vertigo. Ooh, so you were struggling. Yeah. I was, I was on the struggle bus. I have a photo of myself like the night, the first day I was able to like sit up in bed and like finish fucking typing this show up. Right. <laughs> and it's like about 48 hours in it before. Um, and it's 30 minutes. I have to, I'm all, there are no other people in the show. It's a one woman show. I, when I'm done the show, I can't, I've never run a marathon. I did post this on Facebook. I think it's the first time I was ever earnest on the internet. I was like, I felt like I had run a marathon. I don't know what that's like. I felt like I ran a 26, is it mile marathon? Yeah. And so all I was thinking was like, great, let me, let, uh, I remember just finishing. I'm like, wow, I got through it. Oh my God. I don't feel a hundred. I still am probably like operating at 75. And I'm thinking like, great, let's get all these people out of here and like send them home as though the stage was like my house. I remember just being like, great. I did it. Thank <laughs> you so much guys. I got to get the fuck out of here. Y'all go. And then when you guys stood up, I was like, oh my God. And the uh, emotion overwhelmed me. And I ran and turned my back to you. Yep, because you did. Of that. You like, turned around. I, yeah. I knew I was going to cry. And I thought if I, and I had my hands on my face and I was yep. like, if I don't, uh, I was like, they don't know what's, it's, it was like such a childish moment in the, I think in an <laughs> They don't know what I'm I, doing. <laughs> yeah. I like turned my back to the audience and put my hands in my face. And I was like, if I, and I, I ran to the back wall and I was like, if I do this, they won't know what's happening. And I can like gather, I thought I could like gather myself fast enough and like do one of these and like look up and be like, ah, great. Thank you guys. But I couldn't, I was just overwhelmed with having completed that and like the level of support that was in the audience for me. Like I think just truly one of the best days of my life and I've had great things happen since then, but it sticks out to me as like a, you can do anything moment. And like, look at people showing up for you. That shit like moved me crazy, but yeah, that's a long ass story. But when there is, when there is, and I know we're wrapping up, but when there is an ego TV show and or movie because there will be yes. we know this we yes. just all know Thank this in this you, conversation Edgar. I appreciate but that belief when there is that has to be in it like that has to be in it of just like <laughs> you preparing for the show and then like the director being like man I, I just don't know if this is gonna be it you know I mean you know I don't know and then you getting sick you shit your pants once you shit twice. your pants Spence then you shit twice. your pants twice what? and then you put on and thing. you gotta make that walk let me tell you the you make walk that from walk. part car to apartment <laughs> is a long fucking walk and then also thinking that that jacket is covering the smell because Lord knows you shit your pants twice. But then you go and you do your show and you kill it and then it's over and you give a standing ovation you're crying 
and then oh. you shit your pants again. <laughs> Credit. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> to, remind you, to remind you, you are human as fuck. Yes, I yes. love and that. And that's the pilot episode. <laughs> that's that the pilot. Off, that's the pilot. That kicks it off. Ego Edgar. at the end. Ego and credits. <laughs> Edgar, I gotta get you. I gotta get you working on it with me. Like honestly, oh, yeah. that I love a sh- I love a good shit your pants again moment. I, I just that shit is. I, I remember when it happened. I was like, I can't tell anyone this happened. I'm taking this to the grave. But this is another way I practice vulnerability. Like I don't really have secrets. Like genuinely um mm. there are things i'll do that i'll tell i'll i'll, I'll do something i'm like okay i'm not telling anyone i did that shit and i can't ca- i can't carry that so I'll quite literally like hours later i'll call a friend and tell on myself like fully <laughs> i just can't and so i remember the shit thing i was like i'm not telling anyone and i was like no nah, i'm telling everyone like i was like no nah, everyone's <laughs> yeah. gonna know. Everybody like, gotta know this. Tell everyone. i was like happy to tell it all this podcast here like full, because i was like no nah, that's not a secret i feel like keeping it's yeah. like that's human you guys know I didn't make the choice like I didn't no <laughs> you did not choose yeah. to shoot <laughs> but, but in a pilot but in a pilot episode the third one is a choice is a choice <laughs> <laughs> the third one is a choice it's gotta be yes it's gotta um, be yo Ego yes. I mean listen uh, I'm so happy we got to we finally got you on uh, you, you were one of our favorite guests when at the on the original iteration of this show yeah. when it was against the grain yeah. uh, we I could literally we had we've been talking for an hour and we didn't even talk about SNL once uh, that is <laughs> that is truly like a testament to like we could talk to you fucking all day for anything uh, forever for, forever you yeah. guys yeah. are the best I'm so grateful for you too I'm yeah. glad I could be on here I'm really happy I'm really I happy. loved it I want to make sure you guys the space to talk about anything you want to talk about whether it's mm-hmm. promoting or mm-hmm. message or shit something to watch whatever the fuck you want the space is yours the floor is yours thank you let me think um you guys follow me on instagram at eggy boom that's e-g-g-y-b-o-o-m um and then on twitter it's eggy underscore boom um uh also i think everyone should be watching i may destroy you by michaela cole i I have nothing to do with that show but it's fantastic remarkable uh just everything about it it's so nuanced uh Mm -hmm. that's that's what i want to plug someone else's show and uh catch me on snl Uh, hell yeah Yeah. (laughs) we gotta have you back on because you know we gotta talk about snl one day uh (laughs) because honestly (laughs) i'll never forget that that day was It was it was one of those like where were you? Jacques, was it your birthday? Because I feel like I vaguely remember posting like this. I think it was. (laughs) It was my birthday when it happened. But it was one of those where were you when this happened moments uh, in our community. And it was it was such a dope ass day, and it's been dope to like follow it ever since. So hell yeah, ego. Thank you guys. Blessings to you. Thank you so much, Ego. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you too. You guys are so incredible. Um, And thanks for making this space. I'm so I'm 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 thrilled I got to do this again because I really had a good time with you the last time. I'll be back. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) We'll have you back. Okay. So, Jaquise, I loved that episode so much. And mm-hmm. in, you know, it was such a vulnerable conversation. Uh, in to, res- to, 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 play, to pay homage, not homage, but homage to how beautiful of an episode that was, mm-hmm. I have an exercise of vulnerability for you. Mm-hmm. I have a list of African names that mm-hmm. I want to send to you. 
Okay. That I want you to read. This is gonna be bad. <laughs> um, but I'll do it. You know what? No, I, think... I won't do it. I won't. No, do I'll it. do it. I'll it. do it. No, 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 no I won't do it. Here's why I won't okay. do it. Is because I honestly, there was a name I can't remember it, and I've talked about it on this podcast before. But it was when you were hosting Family Feud, which again, Jaquise, born to be a host. I think one of the best I, hosts I've ever seen name... in my life. I'm telling you, she spelt it fucking weird. She's, you it, have she it. wrote bad. She wrote bad. And then you put, I think you went, and up next, Carole, Carole. <laughs> and she said, my name's Carol. And I'll never forget no, that shit. She uh, fucking didn't connect like her T's or some shit. Or she didn't do something where it looked like seven. Her name was Blake. And I think I said Balake. You said Balake. <laughs> because, like, she put a fucking I in between the B and the L. Like, I don't know. It was so weird. No, I'm not going to fucking accept that one. That one was all on her. Blake, if you are listening to this episode, if you listen to Culture Kings, if I made you such a fan of me that you went to go listen to my podcast, that was all on your writing of your fucking name. That's but African so names. African names, I'm very bad at. I'm not going to fucking lie. I'm very bad at. But, you know, listen, it's my way to stay humble. I mean, but also, you know, as someone who has to go through every day hearing their name mispronounced, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, for you, it's just like, hey, man, I understand your pain. I mean, you would think I would make more of a concerned effort to say names right. To be honest, honestly, you know, it did it. I used to say names way better. And then I was a tour guide for five years and just every fucking day had to meet new people to the point where my brain was just like, I don't give a fuck what your name is. That's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> and, and it's not good, but like that is why I have slacked on just even trying – I try harder now, but my brain has gone the opposite way. But that Absolutely. five years – was rough because i met 50 new people a fucking day (laughs) so hated it hated it but i do love queens and i think we should get to queen of the week let's do it queen of the week you know a new show dropped on hbo that everybody's going crazy about and you know the it's the old same hoorah-rah that always happens. And, you know, as a writer and as someone who has a very, very strong agenda slash vendetta against actors, when I see the actors get praise on shows, there's a part of me that goes, wait a minute, hold on. Mm -hmm. Somebody wrote this. So for all those who have been loving Lovecraft Country, which Mm. is phenomenal, I mean breathtaking amazing such a wonderful tribute to james baldwin and gordon parks in that pilot episode i want to make sure that we shout out the creator misha green who Mm. also created underground and was able to take you know hp lovecraft who was a very 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 famous white supremacist take his work and yes it's adapted from a book yada 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 but she's able to bring it to life in this amazing way. And I want to make sure that she gets her due. Misha Green is my queen of the week. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. My queen of the week is somebody who has been on the episode on the show before. Long time ago. 
She was uh, on an episode where we did a celebrity draft last year or two years ago, whenever it was. Um, she may have also been a queen of the week before, but I want to make her a queen of the week one more time. You know what? She has graduated to forever queen, uh, in my opinion, on the show, because the work she's doing right now is so amazing. Uh, that I got to shout out Talia Caldwell, uh, homie of yours, homie about mine as well, but uh, you're very close with her. <clears throat> She's doing, she basically created what's called the Echo Park Fund, uh, which is a organization that in the middle of this pandemic is taking food and supplies and water to uh, our unhoused neighbors throughout the Echo Park uh, neighborhood in Los Angeles. And when I tell you she's doing the work and she's about it and she's not just talking the talk, but she's walking the walk, uh, she's fucking about it. She's out there asking what they need, uh, doing shopping, putting all her time in and is doing such good work. And, and I, I can only imagine the amount of lives that she's touched in these past three months that she's been doing this. Uh, and I think it's really fucking dope. And I think you should donate to it, the Echo Park Fund. I think you've also, you've probably mentioned it on the pod before, so I want to mention it again. I don't want it to have gone by the wayside of on people's minds and brains. So I think you can Venmo to, uh, is it the just the Echo Park Fund? Just the Echo Park Fund. Venmo. Yep. And uh, she's doing good work. Talia is also, you know, she she's a super supportive person. Uh, she's a writer. She's so talented. She has articles and things okay, that she writes. Okay, we can slow down. She's not that all talented. Right. Okay, Be all cool. right. Well, she's not you that know, talented. okay, she all, right. all right. Cool, 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 cool. Well, uh, I'll let her know that you, I'll chop that part up, Matt, and make it a drop. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, Talia Caldwell. As well as a former WNBA player, yeah. which listen, Final Four, she's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She's great, and 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 she is out here doing more work than most. So Talia Caldwell, forever queen on Culture Kings. I am finished at Jaquise Neal on every single piece of social media. At Edgar Montplazier on Twitter, awful Graham on the Graham, Culture Kings Pod on all social media. The wedding of Jockey's Neal is coming to the kingdom pretty That's soon. Right. That's right. Better go ahead and get that promo code Kings. Better get on it. We also got Sacred Hill Church coming up. That's right. That's right. So Damn. hop on that promo code Kings to get. One month of Stitcher Premium. And you know what, guys? We'll say this. If you type in the code KINGS today, mm-hmm. we're going to give you an extra seven months wow. of Stitcher Premium. You know what? And we are legally bound to do that. That's right. It's in our it's in our Earwolf contract that no matter what Jaquise and I promise, Earwolf has to do it. So yep. if you type it in today... <clears throat> The very moment we are recording this episode, the very moment, and you hear it, mm-hmm. type in Kings, you get mm-hmm. eight months free of Stitcher Premium. Content. So I just want to point out, it has to be right this second when we're recording, not when the episode's out. 
okay, Matt, yes, that is what we said. And we understand. But they'll do it. You guys think someone won't do it? They'll do it. So if anyone happens to be doing it right now, we will honor it. But when the episode comes out and you hear it, it's already too late. It's already too late. You'd have to have done it. So it'd have to be through happen chance that... Mm -hmm. You happen stance, happen chance, happen stance. But I like happen, happen chance. Stance. Happen chance that yeah. uh, you just so happen to type in the code Kings today, August twentieth at five twenty two p.m. At five twenty two p.m. and you have to have Pacific that. time. So Pacific if you're time. on the West Coast or Central or Mountain. Australia, uh, Australia, yeah, <laughs> Australia doesn't count. If you're in Australia, you missed it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a region region one only. Sorry, sorry, yeah, region one only. Which sorry. are the best DVDs in my opinion? Yeah, yeah. I like a region yeah. two. You like a region listen, two? Listen, we may think Black Lives Matter, but we also love the USA. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>